Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, January 23rd. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Ashish? Uh, uh, hello, uh, can you hear me? Yes, Ashish, go ahead. Yes, uh, so my question was related to uh, uh, H4 and uh, uh, H4 EAD extension. Mm-hmm. So we had mm-hmm. uh, uh, we have applied for uh, both H4 and H4 EAD extension, um, mm-hmm. um, and uh, our I-94 is valid till like uh, end of February, um, but we are still uh, waiting decisions. So but I had what about the H1B? Was the H1B approved? Uh, yes, uh, H1B approved uh, uh, last uh, um, uh, last week, um, and then. Uh, uh, we we did it. We had to do it in premium processing, so that's how it got approved. So there is a way where you can go to Mexico and get the I ninety four extended. You know how to do it? Uh, yeah, I I had watched the the video. Yeah, the the, the YouTube video uh, that you had. So my yes. question was um, uh, to go to Mexico, uh, like you had recommended by air, like travel there and stay there, like for at least two days yeah and you have to to get a visa you have to get a visa exactly so it's very difficult to to get visa like you know well i can't walk you i have a consulate (laughs) right next to me but i cannot walk for you though okay there are four u.s consulates in houston itself so i don't know where you are located at i can't walk you for it okay so if you're not willing to do it there is nothing i can do next person please yeah Um, Pratamesh? Well, I'll un- unmute him just to see what he wants to speak. Sorry, my, my other question was like, if, if we go ahead with this uh, uh, extension, like what happens to um, uh, the H4 extension that was uh, filed? It may, like approve, it, may, it may be approved, it may be denied. How does it matter? You got the extension by the I-94. Next person, please. Uh, you already got hey, the hi. approval. Why do you need the, How does it matter whether that gets denied or approved? Next person, uh, please. Hey, Raul, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, uh, I have a question. So, uh, in month of December, I have changed my employer. I got the mm-hmm. stamp from employer A uh, last year, and mm-hmm. that is valid until 2024. But after coming back uh, this year, I changed the employer. You changed the company. And now I'm, you changed the company. I'm, yeah, I changed the company. And now I'm going to India again this month. You don't Do I need, need to go get... for stamp? You don't need to go for stamping. Okay, I can just carry my I-797, right? You can just carry your I-797 and you can just carry the I-797. Absolutely not a problem. Okay. okay. And also in month of December, I had filed a DS-160 for my spouse. 
uh, with my previous employer uh, and I had paid the fees and I got the appointment for her in month of February. So now, uh, other than updating her DS-160, is there anything I need to do? Uh, nothing, sir. Uh, nothing, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any, any, any other thing Next I person. need to be sure, Rahul? Yeah, you're good. Sindura? Hi, Mr. Reddy. Uh, I, uh, I'm a physician on a, a J visa. My husband's a J1 and I'm a J2 EAD. We just got our waiver approved with the, from the state of Nebraska for a H1B, with filing for H1B. I just saw the news uh, the other day that, you know, filing H4 and H4E, uh, like the visa and H1B together. Do we still need the I-140 approved for the H4EAD? Yes. Um, is it better to get my own H1B rather than wait for H4 or just wait and get the H4? Well, like one, one you may, since your husband is a physician, you're a physician though. There are something called national interest waiver. You guys can get an I-140. That's separately though. But mm -hmm. definitely you can get a, you, you, you said you are on J2 or J1 visa. I'm on a J2 EAD. And you said you're a physician too. I'm a physician too. Yes. Well, you can still go to the same rural place and get employed and get the exemption, is it right? Or do you need a separate exemption though? Your, your, no, your husband uh, did not get the J1. Did he get the J1 waiver or did he actually yes. got the H1B because he's working in the rural location? No, he got the waiver there, to Conrad. There are two different uh, yeah. to Conrad 30. But to yeah, do the Conrad waiver. 30, he must have, yeah, but he must have worked for three years there, is it right? No, he's now starting his job, uh, his three year job now. So uh, next year, July. Years, this yeah, year, July. I, mean, yeah. I, I definitely would like you to get your own H1B in the interim period. Your husband okay. needs to work on the I-140 now because it yeah. may take a time for your, by the time you get an I-140. Your husband is yeah. not eligible to get the green card until he, he completes the three-year requirement. I understand that. But he, still, he yeah. can still get the I-140 approval right now. Yes, yes. Uh, we were, uh, uh, our university is able to sponsor the EB-1B, the university is EB-1B, if I'm not wrong. Does your firm help with that? Uh, I don't trust yes. the lawyer that the university. Yeah, one one problem with the EB one B is it's not in your husband's hand to hire us. Okay. For right. national interest waiver for the EB one A, you can hire us. For the EB one B, the university has to hire us, and the, okay. the university doesn't hire, so it's not in your hand. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Next um, person, please. Sorry. Srinivas? Go ahead, give me one second. Sindura, you have any more questions? Hello. Uh, can we file the EB1A along with the EB1B when the university does its work and then we can we do the EB1A Absolutely. with you guys? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. EB1A, so if you want to get evaluated, drop an email to you to us, we'll send you the details. Okay. But EB1B, I would I would not spend consultation fees under DNUNPC. Okay. Sounds good. Next Thank person, you. please. Hi, uh, thank you so much for the call. Uh, so my sister has applied for H1B last year and it got picked through a consultancy. And uh, this month, end, end of the month, uh, we have the interview scheduled uh, in India as well. But uh, mm -hmm. the consultancy is saying they are not going to provide the offer letter or something and they're asking to uh, cancel the appointment. So is there a way uh, for us to change the, you know, uh, the lot? How much you guys, how much you paid for them? 
no, it was actually a family consultancy, but now they are saying that uh, they don't have any what's a company? Uh, job or anything. What's a company? What's a company? Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a consultancy called uh, uh, Sun Technologies. It's a small uh, consultancy. Yeah, so Sun Technologies. So if they don't have a job, there is nothing you can do. You have to let the H1B go. So we can let the H1B and uh, apply for H1, like uh, apply for the lottery again, or is it, someone mm -hmm. said that for one uh, passport, it's only one time you can apply for H1B and it's no, got- sir. Uh, No, sir. Nothing no, like sir. that? No, sir. You're wrong. Nothing like that. Okay. We can just drop the previous H1B and uh, apply for a new one. Yes, we can okay. do Thank so. you. Thank you. Sun Technologies, is this company located in Alfreda, Georgia? Is this company located, can you unmute? Is this no, company located uh, it is in, in Florida. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can Thank find you. the H1B with the new, yeah. Next person, please. Okay. Kaushal? Yep. Hey, Rahul. Uh, my wife is on F1 uh, EAD right now. So my first question is, uh, she also has, has applied, I mean, she's planning to apply for EB2 NIW, uh, I-140. Mm -hmm. so if she has mm -hmm. applied that 140, can she go out of the country and come back on F1? She doesn't need stamping. I would not recommend she does that. The reason is that when she comes back, if they found out there is an I-140 pending, though, they may deny her entry into the country though. I would not recommend that she does travel on F-1 visa. Okay, so when she comes back, then we can apply, right? Then it should be fine. Then it should be fine. I don't see any problem after that. Okay, and she's currently working. So, <clears throat> and uh, like uh, she's pregnant. And uh, uh, so my question is, she will, she, she's on OPT, so it's like we, she won't get the H-1B benefits, right? All this paid leaves and stuff. So when she's out, not working, does that violate some stuff like OPT rules or anything like that? You mean to the systemic, the unemployment period that she would be yeah. in, will that be countered? But how long is she will? Because normally people in USA take only 20, 30 days off for delivery. How long yeah, so like a couple of months, a couple of months. Well, 20, 30 days is not a couple of months. So yeah. definitely if it crosses 150 days though, and would they allow her to go on a leave or would they not allow her to go on a leave? Uh, so from her employer, they are fine, yeah. but it's not, it's not going to be paid. So she won't get paid all for those. That's period. fine. If she's on leave with them, she's still employed with them. She's good. That's not counted towards unemployment period. So it doesn't matter if you get money or not, pay, paycheck or not. If she's on leave, but it has to be a genuine leave, which is in your case, it's definitely a genuine leave because of the pregnancy. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Next person, please. Rago. Uh, we put a link out, guys. If you're not getting your chance, you can fill out the link. We will, it takes only two minutes for you to fill out the information. I'll try to answer after four o'clock. Rago, go ahead. Hey, hi, 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 Rahul. Thank you for all your help you're doing to the community. Uh, my question is that I'm on H1. It got recently approved. My wife is on H4 EAD. She's working. Uh, she has her visa until March 11th uh, in, in about one and a half months. And our H4 and H4 EAD are still pending. Um, <clears throat> our applications were applied separately. Were not, they didn't go together. Uh, she also has GC, EAD and AP. But with all the complications involved with AP taking long time for approval, we don't want to block ourselves with the traveling. So 
uh, we tried expediting her H4. They rejected saying that she's not eligible, even though we said, said she has a financial Well, loss. you can go to Mexico and come back, is it right? Yeah, so is that the only option uh, she has? Like, well, that's expediting. an easy option. I mean, you already have a EAD. Right. Now you have a, this other option of going to right. Mexico. How many more options do you want? No, sir. I I just I just I just got got onto this idea of going to Mexico. So I'm just figuring out. So one question I have is that she has. A, I I read online that we don't need a Mexico visitor visa if we have any yeah. visa from Canada and. Uh, that if you have. She an has a Canada program, visitor visa. Has, no, she has an advance parole that's good enough for her. She can use advance parole to show and enter Mexico. Right, only to enter Mexico. Well, coming back, she shows H4 to come back. Okay, and then she, she okay, cool. Okay, and uh, will 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 her um, uh, visitor visa for Canada, which is stamped in her in her passport? I don't know. I, I don't know about the rule of the Mexico though. I know okay. that that if you have an advance parole, you can go. I don't know anything about Canadian visa. Okay, but so that I'm doesn't go anything against her AP records, right? If she's showing for the Mexican authorities, that it's just no, a paper. No, it does not that. go. Yeah, no, it does not go any oh. record for her. Next person, Thanks. please. Thanks. And I don't understand why you guys want H4 when there is a EAD. I, I just don't know. Well, there is so but much. Anyway, so well, there is an 18 yeah, months wait time for IP approvals, right? Yeah, it's not 18 months. It's only eight months. But anyway, why not make money? I mean, why not? I mean, thank you. Next person, please. Thank you. Mehul? Hey, hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, hope you People are doing People just good. want to give money to the immigration lawyers for unnecessary reason. Guys, when you give money to the doctor, it doesn't mean that it's a good thing, okay? You have a cancer, you give money to the doctor, okay? If you're healthy, you don't give money to the cancer doctor. So it's not worth giving money to the doctors and lawyers. Next person, sorry, go ahead. But anyway, hey, people are people. Okay, go ahead. Well, we got to make that. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Hope you are doing good. Rahul, I have yeah. one quick question. I got my uh, green card approval today, like notification, I got it. So my question, I have some emergency to travel, like most probably tomorrow evening to India, but I did not get mm -hmm. my green card. So I have my sister here. Can she collect a green card from post office and deliver to me or maybe travel? Like she probably going to travel next week. Do so you have advance parole? Of... No, I Do you have advance parole? No, I don't. My question uh, is, the what, if the green card, what if the green card doesn't arrive? Uh, I have to go for at least uh, some medical emergency. It's there, so probably I'll be there for one month or two months. Wait, wait. What my question here is, what if, mm -hmm. what if the mail doesn't uh -huh. come through? What are you going to do then? Uh, then I lose it. I you think. look, all these 53 people who are in this Zoom conference, mm -hmm. they all want the green card, believe me. Okay. okay, and now you got the green card, you want to toss it away. It's not worth taking the risk. You can make an info pass appointment and go there mm -hmm. and get it, get the passport stamping and go. That's one thing she can mail, but my only problem is mm -hmm. the mail doesn't come through. Will you let oh, okay. the green card go? Um, the other thing is, I don't understand why medical things are in India more than US. I just cannot. No, it's figure not it out. to me. Uh, not to me, like my immediate oh, family. Actually. Okay. Yeah, I got the point. And uh, Rahul, one one last question. And if let's say if I had to go without info pass appointment, and your, think, your, your, your sister entry, can mail port of entry. Is, port of entry going or coming back? 
uh, going do i have to mention to an officer regarding green card or anything you're good you're good nothing everything is good there uh, uh, and my sister will not deliver she actually carry with her because she is also going to become like uh, next week yeah, also yeah. yeah that's fine uh, yeah it's i always prefer it to be carried by somebody oh, okay okay sure thank you now thank you it, it doesn't have to be sister and if somebody else can carry it's not a contraband it's not anything if somebody okay. founds that they they carry a green card i keep it on me no problem they can carry the green card of others okay <laughs> they cannot show it when coming back but they can carry it okay next person she is citizen though yeah so that's why it doesn't matter whether she is citizen okay. or h1b whatever it doesn't matter Ranjit? next person please Ranjit, Ranjit, go ahead yeah uh, rahul i have a valid h1b stamped on my passport and when i came mm-hmm. to us last year my n94 was based on the passport expiry which is expiring mm-hmm. next month now i have renewed my passport so i want to renew my i94 what are my options like and what visa you are in now what i94 you are in h h h1b two options you pay us the money and we and then we will pay the US immigration okay? okay and then and then if you want faster pay the premium processing 2500 we'll get it faster maybe we'll get it maybe we'll not get it sometimes we may not get it um that's one way of it the second way of doing is book a ticket to cancun mm-hmm. spend nice two days there have a nice margarita there okay it's a winter time i don't know where you're located at it's sunny there go in the beach catch some fish eat the fish and come back that's going to cost you approximately about $800 this will cost you $2500 plus our fees $1200 plus the plus the H1B I don't whatever not okay maybe 4 okay. $8000 pick your poison do you have to stay for a minimum number of days in cancun or like i can no. go and come back same no okay. i just added $100 to you so that you can eat some <laughs> okay. fish and have margarita okay <laughs> okay uh, one more question you can need I, to do uh, that you need to do that before your rent for expires Okay okay I got it. Uh, can I go to San Diego the land border and then is that an option as well? The only reason is sometimes when you come back from this land border they consider uh-huh. as not a meaningful departure. So oh, that's okay. the reason why we keep telling going to there is a meaning why we keep telling going to Cancun. Okay. 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 But if I Because return the same day same day like if, uh, like that would be considered a meaningful oh, okay. i would why can't you spend one night there when you why do you play at the edge of a knife don't you tell your kids not to play with the fire it will get to you yeah why don't you try to listen to me okay, okay, okay. next person okay. just thank you when you try to play with the fire it will get you you teach your kids okay? you play mm-hmm. with the fire and all those things one day you'll get on fire okay Okay. you tell the teach you teach the kids you play at the edge of a knife sometimes it will catch you okay don't okay. ever do that okay next thank person saura saura it's a matter of 100 dollars have a nice beach guys Sorry. with a fish and a margarita free there yeah sure yeah so okay. yeah i have a green card and i'm getting married next month what's the fastest way to get the spouse here we she she's not here she's there yeah she's in india yeah okay she cannot come on a b2 visa she cannot come on f1 visa 
So the own and the green card will take two to two and a half years. And if she can come on H1 or F1, uh, sorry, L1 if she's eligible for. Okay. If she's not eligible, do not give her a fake promises. Do not underestimate the problems and tell her two and a half years is a wait time. You want to marry me or marry me. Otherwise, go marry somebody else. The reason is that you tell her, I'm going to get you in one year. Mm -hmm. ah, that's going to be suffering for you and suffering for her. And when we take a case like yours, we speak with the wife, we tell them it's two and a half years. Do you understand that clearly? Do you understand that clearly? Mm -hmm. Only then they understand we take the case. You know, if not, what we do is I refer the case to a lawyer whom I don't like the most. Okay. Outside my law firm, okay? The reason is that we mm -hmm. want you to suffer them. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking that we can apply one I-130 and B-2 simultaneously, so that's not... The... No, sir. B-2 okay. visa is only to temporarily come into United States. If she is married to the green card holder and she wants to come into United States, B-2 will not be granted. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Surya? Well, once you become U.S. citizen, the process might be only eight months, though. Surya, go ahead. Hi, Rah Hi Rahul. I am on H-1B. In November uh, 2022, I had my premium processing visa transfer H-1B to a new employer. However, mm -hmm. the offer was rescinded due to their internal issues, so I did not join that employer. Now I found a new employer, and uh, I'm in the process of accepting the new job. So the previous company that you were, it was a transfer from company A to company B, you never joined. Okay, that's not a problem. Okay. Now I got a new job offer. So Fortune 500 company. Now, nice. if I uh, if I make a visa transfer premium processing and if for mm -hmm. some reason, if there is a hiring freeze or some, some reason, again, it gets resigned. Would that mm -hmm. cause any issues for me in future problems, future extensions? No, no, sir. Absolutely not. So if you, let's say, get a job with Meta and they file the H-1B, they get the H-1B transfer, oops, we decide to rescind. Or maybe you decide to not to join them. It doesn't matter either way. You still have the job with the current company. You have absolutely no problem. Can you do that for the next 10 companies? I'm not answering you morally what you should do or not. Legally, not a problem for you. Okay. So one more question is, uh, if... If I apply uh, H4 concurrent uh, processing, H4 plus H4 EAD with the new company, uh, and mm -hmm. H4 EAD gets approved, uh, mm -hmm. hopefully in premium processing timeline. Yes. If I don't yes. join the company or one of those reasons happen, is H4 EAD still mm -hmm. valid if I stay with my current employer? You're absolutely right. It's only valid, only valid, but I would still recommend when you file the extension, file the H4 plus CAD also, just as a backup, okay? But okay. let's say, for example, if your current company H4 is expiring in September, uh, September 2023, okay? Now you file an extension with this company, transfer with this company, you got it until 2026, okay? She is valid to stay here and get an EAD in future 2026, even though you never joined that company. H4 is given to your wife, sure. not to you not to the company. H1 is unfortunately not given to you. It is given to your uh, to the company. Next person, please. Thanks. 
Hey Rahul, so I have a question. So I, I completed six years on my H1B and I'm extended for like another three years uh, based on my like I-140 approved. So my question is, uh, I, I I take a break uh, like like in between due to like my personal circumstances or the company circumstances. Can I come back on H1B again or uh, I, I have to go? Do you mean to say, do you mean to say you're going to go stay in India for a year or two and come back? Yeah. You will go to India and then you're asking me, can you come back without subject to the lottery? When was yes. your I-140 approved? It was around 2019. Only in the next 90 years, you can come back. After 90 years, I don't guarantee that. Okay. So it's good to go then. I think was, I think so. You'll be dead by the time. Next person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You. But you good. You absolutely, it's tattooed to your face. You cannot remove it, the I-140 and H-1B, okay? okay? You will never, ever be subject to the lottery in your life. And that's the reason I said 90, because by the time you'll be, oops, even if you're alive, I won't be there. You are come and ask me, you told me 90 years, okay? Next I won't person. need one at that time, but yeah. thank you. Yeah. Sorry? Okay, we put out the link, link, guys. If you can... Fill out the questions, questionnaire there. It'll be more confidential. It'll not be released to anybody. We'll try to answer some of the questions, guys. Try to fill out the questions. Sir. Sai, go ahead. Thank you for the opportunity. Hi. So my wife and I had a stamping uh, last year in December. Uh, but my wife went with a uh, previous H1 instead of the current H1B. And she had that stamped. It was stamped by the uh, visa application so, center. So when she went for stamping, she was working for company B, but she got the stamping. No, she was company. company she was with the same employer. Even the current H1 and the previous H1 was with the same employer. But mm -hmm. while we are filling out the DS-160 and filling out the appointment center, we were using the previous document instead of the current document because we thought that was the current one. But there was okay, an but, amendment but, filed but, later. Okay, so so where are, where is your we are speaking about wife? Forget about you right now. Okay, mm -hmm. where is your wife right now? Right now in USA. And she got into USA. And the I ninety four was been approved until what time? Uh, it is still March two thousand twenty three. Both the H one B and the amendment both are expiring until March two thousand twenty three. Uh, the current H-1B, which we th we should have taken for the uh, um, stamping, has been expired uh -huh. on December 5th. But the previous H-1 before that uh, is valid till March. So we thought that is the current one and we went stamping with that one without knowing. And then we got stamped and we are now in U.S. Um, we don't, then we, we reached out to our employer's attorney stating to file an extension. And then we came to know that we got a rank um, H1B um, approved on visa stamp instead of the new one. Yeah, you need to consult a lawyer privately rather than in this call, okay? Okay. Um, I'll go to the questions, guys. Intellectual warrior, um, you know, you have to wait for your turn if you can't fill out the Zoom uh, Google Sheet. So let me go through the questions that I'm coming here. But my wife and uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife has got H four approved on January nineteen. Is there any limit she has to come to USA? 
before X number of hours. She is working. She quits. Um, she can she can wait for even six months. I don't see any problem, Mr. Krishnakant. Uh, you're speaking about 70, 80 days. I'm speaking about six months. So she's good, safe. I don't see any problem with her staying in for up to six months. Arpit Jain. I'm currently for a non-profit H1B. I have approved I-140. I'm interviewing for some for-profit company and I have two questions. Do I need to ask the for-profit company to apply H1B in the lottery? Yes. Even though you got the, I, I'm assuming that the first H1B was not applied in the lottery. I'm assuming it was not applied. It was a lottery exempt, okay? If that's the case, even though you have an I-140 approval with this nonprofit organization, if you want to move from that company to another company on a H-1B, they have to file the H-1B in the lottery system. You know the lottery system starts from March 1st. I don't have to explain it back to you. Do I need to, uh, uh, if, if, if my name gets picked from the lottery, do I need to join the for-profit company or can I? Um, that's up to you though. Once the October comes in, it's up to you though. I would recommend at that point of time, you can contact a lawyer, uh, how it can be determined. But uh, um, there are many different ways of continuing with the same company, even though you got the H1B approval. Uh, uh, I am on a six year, uh, six year of L1A, EB1C pending for 140 approved node. Can I process H1B and switch jobs? Uh, you have a six, you're, you're on six years L1A. Uh, you still have one more year to extend the H1B. So technically you can still switch the job on H1B and move, but the new job should be in the similar profession as the EB1C category that you have filed. The other thing is that you are going to get an EAD by October of 2023. Why do you need a H-1B is my question. You can move on to EAD. That's another thing. Technically, yes, you can. Um, you can get a, technically you can get a H-1B, but the new position has to be in a higher level management, very similar to what your job is. So if you're going to go as a software professional, that's not going to work for EB1C though. Yeah, the, uh, PL um, Gandhi, um, if the I, uh, H1B, H4 and EAD are applied at the same time, they will be approved at the same time though. That's a new, uh, that's a new court decision. However, the rule is that it's only if, uh, if it's only if, uh, if it's been filed, there is a January uh, in about two or three days though. But after this week, though, not the ones that were filed before. Uh, A, B, ready. We do not recommend applying for multiple companies at the same time. We do not recommend it at all. Unless you're working for multiple companies, we do not. There's a lot of fraudulent companies that will create a lot of problems for you. I'm a derivatory applicant on 485. When do I have to inform my employer after I get the What are the problems if I'm not informing three months after receiving the green card? Yeah, it's, it, I recommend to inform it, but is that going to create any problem for you if you don't inform? No, it doesn't. But I would just as a courtesy inform them. It just employers sometimes may be considered to be violating some of the immigration laws uh, by not updating it. But as such, it's not a very hardcore rule. You will not be punished for it.
G Varun. I'm currently laid off. I'm an I-140. Uh, is I have I have I've been with the consultancy who can transfer H one B. I would approve impact and uh, how would my only question to you, Gaurav, is that do they have a job or they're just filing an H one B though? If they're just filing an H one B, we do not recommend you do that. But if they do have a job, that's definitely worth for you to go there and join. If it if the period of 180 60 days crosses though, they may not approve the change of employer. They may approve the H1B and give you H1B approval without the I-94. And then you're like you have to go outside the country to get the stamping. Uh, Wamshi, my current H1B expired extension is broken. Can my in-laws attend B1, B2 interview? Absolutely not a problem. Just because your extension is pending, it's not a problem for you at all. Uh, for, for them to attend the uh, interview, it is definitely not a problem. Um, I don't know this uh, question that came out from Harish. Do you have a stamping valid in the passport? If you have a stamping valid in the passport and it's still valid, so you you have a validity of the passport stamping with company A, now you have H1B with company B. If the validity is still there, you can still go outside the country. You don't need to get the stamping. You can come back. When you come back, you tell them that you're not working for the passport stamping thing, but the I-797. And make sure you get the I-94 that is valid until the I-797 of the company that you're working. And check it out on the I-94 online immediately. Don't call the lawyer six months, nine months, one year later on. If there is any problem, we can fix it easily if you if your I-94 is not reflecting properly. Okay. Thank you guys for coming. I think so. I answered most of the questions. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, couldn't take all the calls though. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.